Welcome to the Grit of Digit Murphy. I'm here with Sue Neiman Fulshaw. You know, I knew her as Sue Okay, and I still have you on my phone as Sue Perfect. So we're here today at the Cornell uh, Hockey Association kind of meeting, annual meeting. Um, and what we're trying to do is elevate the conversation around this place. Now, the reason that I have you, well, welcome to the show. Sir. Thank you. So the reason I have you as one of the primary people that I want to interview is because you have been so incredibly successful in your career. Well, thank you. Um, and I'm not going to go on and on, I'm going to let her go on, but Sue has done amazing things throughout her 30-year career, 30-year career in uh, business. And let's just kind of take us through a little bit of starting at Cornell to kind of where we are now, Reader's Digest. Okay, Reader's Digest. Well, my hockey career started at 10. And 10 years old, and I, through high school, actually, you were one of my role models. I watched you, you play. Hold on, hold on. I am. I watched you play, <laughs> and everyone aspired to play like Dylan, uh, so thank you for your inspiration. Uh, so I played at Cornell. I was happy to mediate. And love Cornell, love hockey. Um, taught me so many important lessons about um, grit. The grit. It's the grit. Resilience. Adversity. Adversity. High-performing teams, teamwork, and individual contributions as well. Yeah. And so a lot of those lessons I took on to business, which I went into financial services the year right out of college. We love money. And I've been in financial services since graduation, went on and got my MBA as well. Um, and I've been the head of product and marketing in different um, areas across the financial services industry, managing large development areas. Um, so I've I've absolutely you know have, you know been very blessed by all that you know I learned here at Cornell, um, all the lessons that hockey taught me that I have been able to apply um, in business. I'm actually uh, you know I'm, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a daughter. You're everything. You do it all. I love it all. I love it all. And, and you, your yeah. mom. I'm a mom, I'm but a mom. you have a mom. You take care of you. I take care of my parents. I work. You know. She does everything. And and that's the point. Like. There's a rich life out there, and you can do it. You can do it all. You can do it. Remember that commercial, yeah. bring home the bacon, fry it up the pan, and all yeah. that stuff? Yeah. So you're doing that. You're frying up that bacon in the pan every day. Yeah, but I have help, too. You know, you you know why you have help, though? You can't do it because you have a great job, right? And I, I talk a lot about this with women, okay? A lot of jobs that we take, we don't make enough money. Yeah. Right? So being in the financial service industry, I think, gives you kind of a different perspective on money and wealth. You're saving for your retirement. You know, yeah. talk about just in a, a little snapshot summary for women yeah. of how they start to think about wealth and money differently. Because I don't think we talk about that enough with women. Yeah, I think um, I, I always try to say, like, just don't ignore things, right? Like, you, have, you need money to live, right? And, and you can make decisions on, like, what you want to do, how much you think you deserve to get paid, right? What jobs you want, what industries basically do they right? That's a reality. Uh, but it's all, you know, even just the basic finances, it's all about money in, money out. No matter how much is in, don't spend more than you make. Like, you just need to figure it out. But then you also, for women, need to be savvy about 
what do you love to do? Because it has to be about what you love to do, number one. Because if not, you don't do it. If not, you're not going to be happy. But also, don't ignore the fact that it's a reality. Like, these are the different pieces of, you know, career that I could have that make money or they don't. Right. You know, a lot of times we don't do that, though. You know, it's they're like, I'm going to do what I love. And then yeah. they go into a nonprofit, no Again. money, low-paying job. Right. They love it. But right. then they're like grinding every day and they're right. like, how do I do this? Yeah. So I think we need to be smart about how we pick our careers. Exactly. And I'm not saying like that is a 100% valid choice, right. but know why you're doing it and what you're leaving on the table. And then you're not surprised. Right. Years right. down the road. You're like, you're okay, like, oh, I'm doing this on purpose. Yeah. Doing this on purpose. Just, I remember when I went into coaching. Okay. Yeah. I went into coaching. I was working at Data yeah. General, making a lot of money. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna go with my passion. Yeah. I'm gonna go be a phys ed teacher. Yeah. And then, bam! Thank God I get the round job because I really found my passion. Right. I didn't know I was gonna go down that path. Um, so nobody knows. But you know, it is. So yeah. it's your story. So own your story is another thing we talk about a lot. But I, I want to come back to one other thing that I really was um, attracted to the energy that you had around women about diversity and inclusion for women. Yeah. You do a lot of that yeah. at your companies that you yeah. work at and. Talk a little bit about that piece of your company, what your not your company, but what you do and what your belief system is. Yeah, so I mean, I've been in business for many years now, and it's um, always been my um, well, last maybe 10, 15 years, a little bit more than earlier on. Just kind of like, because then earlier on, you're like, what am I doing? Yeah, I you're just well. getting get through the day. Get through the day. But as I got a little bit further, it was more about noticing uh, because as you are, you know, kind of doing your thing, doing your performance, and as you get a little higher and you get managing people, and I mean, you know, know managing people, teams, you have to notice what's going on around you. And the big thing about, um, I like to diversity inclusion to me, is the power in it. And if you allow everybody to bring their full selves to the table, you will get the best rewards. But the problem in our society is that we have biases that have been created, like unbeknownst, Years. unbeknownst to many of your, you don't even know it. And what happens is that you notice teams and groups, you're saying, hey, that person's not saying anything, I bet they have something to contribute. You have to notice that. You have to as a, as a manager, as a leader. Right. So how do you be curious, be respectful, and help others bring their self full, full self to the table? so that everybody can benefit and um, allow for that inclusion to get the highest results yeah. with teams. So I mean, she yeah. has a lot to say. No, but I, I feel like companies are starting to get it, right? They're starting, and I think it's, you know, last maybe five, six, seven, eight, nine years that women are being part of the conversation. Yeah. So because the grit is done by digit, and it's a woman thing, we're going to talk about the woman thing. The women. And the woman thing is we are better by having women on teams. It offers a different perspective. It offers a different mindset. And, and you believe in that. You know, and you believe in helping women. And you believe in empowering them because you've actually done that for me. We've we worked together. You know, you've been awesome. So talk a little bit about what you do day to day and help other women achieve more. Well, I mean, day to day, there's just, you know, again, it's all about making sure you're noticing, are those women um, giving all their ideas? Do you feel like there's more there? Do you want to give more time to contribute? Mm -hmm. 
um, and really asking, what do you think? Right. Easy enough. Yeah. What do you think? What do you that? think? Right? Like, because women won't sometimes. Right. They won't raise their hand. Right. 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 They're like, well, you know, I really yeah. don't know 100% right. if it's right. right. I'm not going to say it. Yeah. And, and as, a, as a proven winner, yeah. as someone that's been in the locker room, yeah. that has been yeah. around the room and said, hey, I got something to say. Yeah. You're not afraid to say it. But right. there's other women that haven't had our same experience. Yeah. Right. Maybe aren't going to say anything. So right. you're awesome. Oh, thanks. No, you are. Yeah. You are. So let's uh, let's talk now about how again we talk about empowerment and being on a team. Yeah. Have, have you do you have any advice to other women out there that are athletes how they can translate their athletic success yeah. to create value in their job? How they talk about those kind of things? How they get raises? Like all yeah. that kind of stuff. That's really good advice for women. Because sometimes they're like, oh, I don't deserve a raise. Well, yeah, you do. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I think um, I've said this sort of before. There, there's an there's a we and there's an I, and you are your own person and you are contributing to that we. Don't discount that because that is a real story. That's true. So what happens is a lot of times, especially in high, you know, a lot of these high performing teams like they they don't they're not an I, they're a we. It's always we 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 we, which is great, but it. it doesn't help when you are in a situation where you need to put yourself advocate for yourself. You need to understand what is my contribution, and it's not hard to do. It's because you're not. It's true. It's like okay, I did this. I have these skills. Right. This is I deserve this. this. Well, this is an experience, but it's not. It's not being. Uh, uh, boastful. It's being truthful. That's all it is. I know. So why do we have such a hard time when it comes to sticking up for ourselves? Do you have any insight to that? Because sometimes I don't myself. DJ Murphy does it. Do you freaking believe that? I do. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's thousands of articles that are written about this around um, cultural bias, cultural competency. It's not just in the U.S. It's around the world, right? It's, uh, so, you know, it's embedded in our... Um, brought up. Yeah, it's just society, right? So what's really kind of interesting is to know, um, to notice this and to know that there are certain biases that are happening that you just aren't even thinking about that are creating these dynamics mm -hmm. and trying to notice how do you uh, change those. So do you bring it up to your like bosses? Like what could someone that's in the business world now do to help almost because, you know, you're always afraid, right? You're like, oh my God, if I say that, they might fire me or whatever. Like, women get the scaries. Right, how do, right. How do you eliminate the scaries or do you have any advice for that kind of behavior? Yeah, I think for women, you have to realize, like, this is your issue. Like, stop. Like, you're degrading your own confidence with anxiety. Right. Just stop. You're, ju you're just creating craziness in You're your head, creating yeah. your own. So what you just need to know is like, I am here, I'm here for a reason. My reason isn't to sit here and not talk. I'm here to participate. And that's why I'm here in this room and I'm here at this moment. So, do it, just do it. Yeah, and I think it starts at a young age, but that's for another conversation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the way we socialize young girls, you know, how they can't just blurt out the answer and they have to raise their hand. Yeah. You know, it's just those kind of little issues. So I think as a mom, yeah. um, you know, as a parent, I think those are just little tiny tidbits of how to raise your daughters and your sons, you know, to be more respectful and raise their hand. And the daughter, don't be afraid to 
shouted out sometimes. You know, yeah. so I think there's she's, little ways that we day to day can really add value to the yeah, and families. I think women do like to do things differently. So, like, if you're in a in a large group or a large meeting, and you know, you you may be going in, and you may have um, an ally there, right? right? There may be another person in your department. Um, you know, it's okay to be a little vulnerable mm -hmm. and to have a friend, right? And to like be like, okay, like I might say to something, like you know, there are people in the room that can also support that right. if there's a little more support that's needed. Yeah, I, th I think that's a good point. Oh, you know, you're in a room and you're not feeling like you're on island. Yeah, you have yeah, yeah. yeah. Part of a team, part of a team. Well, do you believe like how long, like this like went crazy and passed like right by us. I know. But um, we're gonna get back to you at some point. We're, okay. gonna, we're gonna learn about your whole story because you know, there's some history stuff going on under the mm, covers here that yeah. we're gonna just like talk about later. But okay. thank you so much for being part of the show. Awesome. You're the best. Awesome. Bye, Digit. Yeah, they're the grit. All right. This is Digit Digi Murphy live at the grit with Sue Neiman Bullshaw. Yeah. Have a great one. Yeah.